0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. Uh, this is the Executive Director, Tim Birch. And today our guest is actually uh, in conjunction with a kickoff of the uh, retooled, revamped uh, CFEDS program. And so what, who we've asked to, uh, to, to basically give us an update on everything here today is uh, Mr. Glen Thoreau, uh, former NSPS director from New Mexico. A uh, long-time CFEDS guy. I mean, you've been a CFEDS for quite a while, haven't you?
1: Uh, since about 2013.
0: Well, in the in that pro, you know, that program that's still a, quite a ways away because that that started, I think, 2007, 2008, something like that. I mean, it's, it's been a pretty good program, but uh, um, no, just uh, Glenn. Thank you for joining us today because you know there's been some questions about you know, what's going on with CFEDS, uh, changing it from one vendor to the other, and really just to kind of give us a, a catch up on, on what's going on with the CFEDS program online.
1: Well, very good, Tim. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I'm hoping that we can uh, help elucidate some of the uh, goings on uh, over the past several months with the CFEDS program and provide an update on where we're at, where we're going, and what uh, what we plan on uh, in the short term and the long term. So hopefully uh, this will be an opportunity to talk to both CFEDs or those surveyors that are contemplating becoming a CFEDs. And if, if you don't mind, I'll just go into a little bit about the background and why the switch is being made.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's why we want to the, the industry expert here to talk to uh, talk us through it.
1: So, um, as you mentioned uh, in your opening remarks, the CFED program was originally contemplated back in 2006, and I think it went active with the first beta group in 2007 or eight. Uh, And then from that uh, original group, uh, we have expanded the uh, amount of uh, the number of CFEDs on the roster uh, considerably. It's kind of ebbed and flowed over the last couple of years. Right now, I believe we have about 550 certified federal surveyors in the system uh, which is down from some of the peak. And I'll I'll exp- uh, kind of talk about that here in a moment. Uh, but we have just flipped the switch yesterday morning on the new CFEDS site. And <clears throat> there are still a number of issues that we're dealing with, but we felt it important to get something back online as soon as we possibly can. So this morning, uh, I've been responding to a lot of uh, folks who have uh, tried to access the site and have been unable to. And I just want to give everybody a reassurance. I'm not exactly sure when this will uh, be broadcast, but we are working diligently To restore the full functionality of the CFED site and then some. Uh, I think you're going to be pleased with some of the things you're going to see when you log into the new site over the old site. And that one of the reasons we had to move to a new venue, because the program originated back in the mid 2000s, as you can imagine, the technology has changed considerably over the intervening years. And what we wanted to do was try to take uh, the CFED program up to the next level by having it more in a learning management format uh, than it was in the past. Uh, I, I don't want to criticize the past because at, uh, the, uh, the old vendor uh, did a good job with what uh, in getting the, getting the program launched and going and trying to keep Uh, CFEDS informed and offering the training, but the training for a long time was being delivered via hard drives. If you signed up for the program, you got a hard drive in the mail. A lot of the continuing ed courses were on CDs, and we all know that uh, today a lot of uh, computers that are being sold do not have even a CD. So, we felt it necessary to be able to offer the program and the continuing education courses in a format that was more conducive to today's technology. So, the new site, you're going to be able to access it by any computer, t- laptop, whatever you have that has internet access. You're able to log on to the system and take the courses or sign up for courses. Uh, and take the quizzes. And uh, also uh, while we're still offering the final exam in paper uh, format uh, through the use of a proctor, we eventually anticipate being able to offer the final exam on demand rather than three times a year, which is the current format. So we're making a lot of changes one of the problems we encountered was the old the contract with the old vendor expired on October the 29th. And we did not have a new vendor in place at that point in time. So the site went dark. We put up a temporary page uh, so that at least you uh, w- would... Uh, be able to send inquiries. And I can tell you, I've received many inquiries since the 29th of October when the site changed over. And one of the things I want to do right now is thank all of the CFEDS and those uh, inquiring about how to become a CFEDS. I want to thank you for your patience over the last several months. I know it's been frustrating for many of you. We're aware of your frustration, and and I'm hoping that we'll be able to assuage any um, concerns and frustrations you have uh, in the very near future. As I said, we're we're working still to restore it to full functionality, but uh, it may be a little bit longer before we can get there. This morning, I've heard some problems, some folks having trouble logging in, To the new site using their old uh, username and password, we're aware of that and we're working on that. One of the difficulties we had uh, in the way that the old site was structured, there was some uh, it was using some proprietary, um, uh, let's call it proprietary uh, software. I think it was using SQL. And there were some routines that were being administered that were not, uh, that were held by the old vendor. So uh, this presented a unique set of challenges, uh, but we also have some very good, talented programmers on our side of the fence. And when I say our side, I should delineate something right off the bat. Um, there is a difference between the vendor, which is Spatial Media Incorporated, Mr. Alan Chiefs. Some of you may know Alan because of he's also the publisher of American Surveyor magazine. That is a separate entity from my position. My position is that of the technical, CFED's technical coordinator. And we both have individual contracts. And so when I say we... I shouldn't say that I necessarily speak for, uh, uh, for Spatial Media Incorporated. Any remarks I make belong solely to me. And if I'm speaking on behalf of spatial media, it is only from the uh, situation as I currently understand it. So uh, with that said, I'd like to go back for those that are unfamiliar with the program and are contemplating perhaps becoming a CFED, what the original purpose and the continued purpose of the program is. You know, the primary purpose of the CFED program is to provide American Indian and Native Alaskan landowners and tribe, the BIA and other federal agencies that are administering lands, Lands adjoining Indian lands with a roster of qualified, specifically trained surveyors to provide boundary services in Indian country. Uh, many of you may be aware of a long-standing lawsuit that uh, it was called the Cobell lawsuit, and it originated uh, back in oh, I think the late nineties. Uh, Basically, the Department of Interior was being sued uh, because of what was uh, considered to be a um, problem in the proper administration of Indian lands. As a result of this lawsuit, which was settled uh, several years ago, uh, Indian trust lands that had been alienated from the trust were being returned to the Indian Trust Holdings. And in order to do this, it was uh, contemplated that surveyors would need some specific training in order to properly execute uh, the, the uh, boundary surveys and other kinds of surveys that CFEDS can do. And, and so the CFEDS program was born uh, in that, with that end in mind. Um, So if we look at what uh, CFEDS can can do, and of course there's two kinds of, there's actually several kinds of surveys, Uh, federal authority surveys, state authority surveys, administrative surveys, CFEDS can do uh, land description reviews, uh, chain of surveys, Uh, they can also perform uh, certificate of inspection and possession boundary assurance certificate. So there's a whole panoply of things that the CFED can specifically do in execution of their obligations uh, under the CFED's program. I won't go into what all of the uh, descriptors are at this point in time because we really don't have time in, in this format. Uh, but be that as it may, I wanted to emphasize that there is a whole – cadre of things that uh, fall under the CFEDS moniker that are able to be performed by uh, the certified federal surveyors. Now, I mentioned earlier that right now we have about 550 CFEDS. At one time, we had over 700. And for one reason or another, some CFEDS have not renewed their certification. One reason being is that you are required to obtain continuing education in order to maintain your certification. And uh, I think some, uh, like most surveyors that come from private industry, they're looking at bottom line. And does their certification actually result in an increase in the amount of work they were doing. In some cases, yes, in many cases, no. So one of the things we wanna do, while the CFEDS program, is emph- its emphasis is on providing better cadastral services in the public land survey system, and everyone benefits from partaking in this program because it increases the quality of the surveys they are performing, inside the plss whether it's indian lands or not we also understand at least i understand and i think others do as well coming from the private sector that there is no substitute for making a profit in the private industry and so one of the things i think that we've lost some of the numbers is as existing cfeds have not realized maybe any kind of bottom-line benefits from becoming and maintaining their certification. We aim to change that. And one of the things, starting with the new site, will be a much more aggressive uh, marketing program, both within the surveying community to become survey, uh, certified federal surveyors, but also working a lot closely, more closely with entities uh, within the BIA, uh, other federal agencies that may have some uh, administrative obligations to Indian trust lands or federal holdings in general, uh, and be able to make them much more aware of the qualifications of CFEDs and uh, why they need to be using CFEDs uh, whenever they do any kind of surveying work within Indian trust lands. Now, let me say, right, nothing compels Indian tribes or our case in New Mexico, Pueblos, uh, to utilize CFEDs. There's nothing that requires them to do so. So in some cases, uh, the CFEDs are not being utilized, but we want to just make sure that whenever possible that CFEDs are utilized in any kind of federal activity or state activity. And that's the difference between federal authority surveys and state authority surveys. Under a state authority survey, basically you're operating under your state license with your uh, minimum standards for surveying that are equitable in your particular jurisdiction. Federal authority surveys come from, as you can imagine from the description from the federal government, the Bureau of Land Management, and they come with special instructions and you are operating under the federal jurisdiction. So there's a distinction there that's an important one, but CFEDs that are even performing state authority surveys are encouraged to operate under the federal authority uh, standards. So um, that's essentially in a very uh, 30,000 foot overview of where we're at and uh, where we hope to go. And we're hoping to revitalize this program uh, in a way uh, that may be somewhat different from where we've been over the last several years. Uh, One final thought, I wanted to have a shout out to Steve Parrish, who has been the uh, technical coordinator for the program since 2017. And uh, Steve, uh, I think, quite reluctantly thought it's time for him to perhaps uh, take a little bit off of his plate. And so um, the opportunity presented itself last August, and I decided to throw my hat into the ring. I cannot, I I hesitate to say I'm taking the place of Steve Parrish because I don't think anyone can do that. I'm going to do my best to continue the, the uh, excellence of this program going forward. And so there we are. I think I've just consumed almost the entire program, Tim. No,
0: no. You know what you hit, you hit on a, a bunch of great marks. And that's exactly why we wouldn't have this conversation about what is it? Where did it come from? Why is it existing? What can we, what is being re, uh, revitalized, revamped? Um, because, you know, it's something you hit on that, that, that you know, I think we need to talk about just a little bit further is, is promotion of the program and promotion of that certification. You, you know, you said that it, nothing precludes a, an, Indi, an, uh, an Indian tribe for, from re, absolutely requiring a CFEDS, but it's in their best interest that, that, that a, a CFED certified uh, surveyor do this work, so I think it's more of this public public outreach that this is why this program exists.
1: Yes, and uh, I think, and you know, while while the BIA has you know been made aware of the program, I think we need a uh, frankly, we need a, a better um, uh, adoption. Uh, of the program by federal entities, because I think there are many things. You know, I articulated some of the things that CFEDs are can be responsible for, but the federal government has a fiduciary trust obligation, and so they've created something called bills, which is uh, bill stands for Bureau of Land Management Indian Land Surveyors. So, you know, I want to work much more closely with the bills going forward. As a matter of fact, we've had a couple of initial meetings with the bills to talk about uh, the CFEDS program and to get them to buy into this program in a way that perhaps they haven't done in the past. Um, So it's that, and then the BIA and some of the, uh, you know, the regional uh, uh, directors of the uh, BIA offices. So, as part of that promotion, as I mentioned, it's both public outreach and specific outreach uh, to uh, the BIA and tribes. But then I want to outreach to surveyors, both those that are current CFEDs, talking about. where they're at, what they're doing, what kinds of surveys are they performing? Has this been something that has been beneficial to them in their individual practices? What can we do to help them succeed? And uh, again, a lot of this is has marketing um, aspects to it that I think can be explored. And certainly we plan to, particularly with uh, Spatial Media Incorporated because they have uh, a lot of experience, as you can imagine, by uh, uh, their publishing activities uh, and several of the periodicals that come out underneath uh, their auspices. So I look forward to working closely uh, with uh, Alan, Cheese, a spatial media. I have a long relationship uh, with Alan from some other activities that we've done. So I, I think uh, good things are in store. And of course, one of the first things we've got to do is, is get that site up and running and get all the bugs worked out and, and so again, we just flipped the switch yesterday because we thought, let's get something out there, let's start getting some comments, um, and boy howdy, <laughs> it worked. We're getting oh, sure. comments. Well, oh, yeah.
0: good. Well, you know, and I guess that's that's part what pe- also people have to realize, and like you just said, there's you know in, you know fluctuating from f- five fifty to seven hundred CFEDs, and you know the amount of people that have have studied and taken it, whatever. You know, in the grand scheme of things, when you're talking about a certification program, that's not a lot of people, um, but yet it's a very, uh, very in-depth, very comprehensive uh, uh, subject to to study for, to to prepare for this this very robust certification, um, and then to be able to put together the websites and all of this continuing education. I mean, that's a that's a lot of. Realistically, that's a lot of money, a lot of outlay, but yet there's not a lot of, a lot of because of the, the, the number of respondents, number of, of applicants, there's not a lot of income without making this thing, ri- I mean, super ridiculous uh, in cost. So, you know, I've got to give it to uh, the previous vendor and now to, to, to you and to, to uh, Alan that, you know, you're trying to make this thing work within a, within a reasonable budget. You know, it'd be, it'd be one thing if you had an unlimited budget and unlimited resources, but you're trying to put something together, uh, that's, that's actually cost effective for the, 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 the future, uh, CFEDs.
1: Yes. And, uh, you're right. Uh, part of the hesitation for some of the continuing ed, uh, courses is that some of them are, are fairly expensive, uh, a rough, rule of thumb is you need six hours every two years in order to maintain your certification. And your six hours at a minimum are probably going to be about $600 uh, in continuing ed. Plus you have $1,200 for the initial program. Now, there's going to be some economy of scale, and that's one of the things I'm looking at is, okay, look, we've got, what, 35,000 licensed surveyors right now operating within the United States. Now, obviously, many of those never touch the PLSS and have no interest, but I've also noticed that we do have some eastern state surveyors signing up for the CFEDS program, and, I, and because, as I mentioned earlier, it makes you a better surveyor. And uh, so if we could start to increase the number of enrollees in the program, then we're going to have an economy of scale that perhaps will allow us to make some adjustments. It's not in the cards right now, but I can see going forward. I mean, how much did a computer cost, let's say back in 1998? Oh, yes, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you had to take out a personal loan in order to go buy a computer. So like anything else, there are market forces in play here. And again, I don't want to emphasize marketing over the, the aspect of becoming a better surveyor simply by taking the program. But I don't think the two can be uh, uh, disconnected from each other. So I... Those are just, we're, we're trying to look at this in more of a 360 degree view. The other thing we need to work on, there have been travel restrictions for the BLM personnel, and many of them had been providing CFED credit opportunities at local state conferences. Uh, as you can imagine, COVID upset that quite a bit, not only in state conferences being offered, uh, but um uh, the BLM being able to travel at all two state conferences to offer uh, CFEDS uh, continuing ed courses as part of a state conference. So I'm hoping, I'm really hoping we're, we're starting to round the corner on the COVID and uh, we're going to be able to loosen these restrictions up a little bit. But in the meantime, we're preparing new continuing ed courses for offering through the website. Some people have taken almost every available continuing ed credit, and they're asking, what do I do now? So, so, you know, there there is a panoply of of, uh, materials that can be made into continuing education credits for the CFEDS program. And that will be the other thing that we're going to be concentrating on in the coming uh, months is putting quality information on the CFEDS site that will result in not just, you know, filling in the multiple choice and saying, there, I've got my three credits, but actually make this worthwhile. Uh, because you're going to get credit, but you're also going to be able to learn some things. Um, And then one final comment, and this dovetails in with NCWS and the uh, examination for professional surveyors. Over the last year, they have been contemplating creating a PLSS module as part of their FS, Fundamentals of Surveying exam. So uh, it was felt by the PLSS states that the current exam did not adequately test for minimal competency. Now, this has not been decided at all. They're still in the exploration stages, but I could, uh, when you, become a, a uh, when you bec- get your ls uh, it license or you know your fundamental uh, license you're able to take the cfes exam at that point as soon as you're oh, okay. uh, good but you cannot practice until you actually get your right. state license your f or your ps you have to take the ps and become uh certified but i think a possibility here is that okay, you're studying to take the FS exam. You know that your state is going to require you take the PLSS module. So you're, you're starting to buckle down on the PLSS because you know you're going to get 50 questions in that module. So if you successfully pass your FS exam, why not consider moving forward and taking the CFEDS uh, examination courses because it's going to be fresher in your mind. uh, And it might be a perfect time uh, to tackle that CFEDS program. And then when you actually get licensed in one of your state jurisdictions, you then will become you'll be uh, able to obtain your uh, CFEDS certification at the same time. So I think there's a lot of things that we can look at doing here. Uh, A lot of things that um, that some of it may be trial and error. Some things may not work out, but I'm hoping that we're going to be able uh, to involve uh, individuals that will kind of give us an idea of, of uh, what's going to be uh, palatable to the surveying community as a whole and which things are probably a little bit too much pie in the sky.
0: Sure, sure. Well, I tell you what, you um, yeah, and I think you've taken basically a two-hour explanation and condensed it down into something very, very good right here and now. Um, I've even learned quite a bit. Like I said, I thought I knew some things about the, the CFEDS program, but uh, no, thank you for even opening my eyes to some things. All I know is every time I've looked at it um, and, and when people would ask me, is that something I should, should uh, to go after and try to chase? Um, it is so thorough it, it, and like I think you, you know you said it several times. Um, even in the end, if you don't end up using that actual certification, just going through it, it has to make you a better surveyor just because of the thoroughness and you know if nothing else, I, I like the continuing ed because it seems like it's that much more complete, robust and truly is continuing education rather than just, yeah, I sat through this session, and I get my certificate.
1: Right, right. So again, I want—I just, in conclusion, wanted to thank everybody for their patience, and you know, just about everybody has been very good and understanding about it. Uh, and I've had a few that, uh, you know, have have uh, not been as uh, understanding as they could have been, but they are very few and far between. Um, so the the professional surveying community uh, has been very good at at uh, bearing with us uh, through uh, these trying times of the last couple of months, uh, and I'm hoping that their patience will be rewarded in a very significant way going forward.
0: Well, I think they will. Um, you know, and, and I guess you know. To, in 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 conclusion also uh thank you mr thoreau for not just the cfeds but everything else you've been engaged with Uh, at least in the time i've known you you've always had your hand in something whether it's ncws whether it's uh cst whether it's new mexico whether it's whether now it's cfeds you've always stepped up and provided more than you had to and so for that uh i thank you the profession thanks you and uh we're looking forward to a, a, a much brighter future for CFEDS. And um, I, between, between you and, and Alan and what uh, what Chief Media is doing as well, the, that's, that's, that's awesome. So thank
1: you very much. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate your kind comments.
0: Well, that'll wrap us up. i tell you what we, we should do, though. We should check back with, with Mr. Glenn in, in, in a little while. Let's see how things are going. Let's see how the program's rolling out. Let's see what uh, big new bright ideas are going to be covering. So can we extend you an invitation to come back uh, in the future just to see where things are at?
1: Absolutely. Unless things go south and I'm in hiding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I seriously doubt that. But, uh, well, very good. We'll... Uh, We'll, we'll put a pin on the calendar for, uh, for a return trip and see how things are going in the future. But uh, that'll wrap us up for this week of, of Surveyor Says. We've got some more great stuff coming up in the next few weeks. So wherever you listen, subscribe, and uh, also make sure to check out our YouTube channel now. We're starting to put some videos out there with some things. So uh, we'll, till next time, we'll see you soon. Thanks. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.